I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the full moon in Capricorn. Uh, moon in Capricorn has the moon, which rules cancer in its opposite sign, which is called being in detriment. It, it means that um, it's furthest away from home than it can possibly be. So it has like an effect of being a stranger in a strange land. It's learning something about itself when it's far, far away from home, right? And in my opinion, when a planet or in this case, a luminary is in detriment, that sign is giving that planet or luminary a talking to. And so in this case, what it sounds like to me is Capricorn is saying to the moon, are you taking responsibility for your emotions? First of all, are you? Okay. And if you think that you are, are you sure? Because what you could be doing and not even not even realize you're doing it, is you could be compartmentalizing uh, because you are trying to avoid vulnerability. So let me tell you what I mean by that. I I know a handful of people that are close to me who have this energy, who are moon and Capricorn people. um, And just like full disclosure, I was born with Saturn and cancer. So this is, I'm absolutely calling myself out on this too. So it's, I'm not moon and Capricorn, but I have it inverted. I have Capricorn's ruler in the moon sign. So Saturn and cancer. Anyway, here's what I noticed about a pattern that people with the signature tend to do. I'll start with myself. I'm going to out myself first. Okay. When I, find that my vulnerability is being exposed, especially when I didn't intend for it to happen. I compartmentalize and I go into, I don't need anything or anyone. And sometimes I do this full on, like I push people away. I don't need anything or anyone, which is categorically false. That's not true. What I'm saying is in that distress pattern, is you're not going to get any trouble out of me. I'm not going to need anything. You won't have to take care of me. I'm not going to be a burden. And I'm certainly not going to show you uh, my exposed vulnerabilities. And then we won't have any trouble here. You're not going to hurt me. You're not going to leave me. Everything is fine. And it's like, wow, that's a lot of effort for everything to be fine. (laughs) But I do it often without... I mean, I'm aware of it now because the water transits that we're having right now are hit, they're happening in my chart very specifically. So it's Saturn and Neptune retrograde in Pisces. That Saturn retrograde is on my moon. Um, Sun and Mercury in Cancer uh, are crossing over my natal Saturn. Um, And the South Node in Scorpio is around my ascendant. So my water is jacked up right now. And I happen to be hyper aware of the patterns that I have around emotions. Okay, so I'm usually not so cognizant of this. I just happen to be right now. So here's what I've noticed, right? Is that when someone wants to spend time with me, I compulsively default to I'm busy. I'm no more busy than anybody else. Yes, I'm in readings all the time but not any more than everybody else is at their other, their jobs all the time. I'm not special. Okay. I'm certainly not so busy that I can't spend time with people who are important to me. 
And so I, I'm aware of that. I'm aware that I do it. Um, and it's because um, my, I feel sensitive and I don't want anybody to know that. <laughs> and now you, dear friend, are very aware of it because I just told you. Uh, anyway, so I've been using like contrary action for that. When lately, when someone wants to talk or they want to spend time with me, and my um, my knee-jerk reaction is I'm busy. I'm like, no, you're not. Get it on the calendar. And I'm carving out time for people um, who I care about. Also, uh, a couple weeks ago, I went to, after I finished readings for the day, I went to, you guessed it, as usual, the grocery store. <laughs> and when I got there, so these people who work at the grocery store, they they see me every day. They They recognize my face. They probably don't know my name, but they see me all the time and I see them, whatever. And one of the guys who's there all the time saw me come in and I don't know why, but he's like, Hey, and he gave me a hug before I had a chance to get in my own way or to feel uncomfortable or whatever. He hugs me and I hugged him back or whatever. And he's, he's asking me about my day or whatever. And I was like, Oh, it's fine. And then after that, I, it was about a week later that I noticed for the entire week since that guy gave me a hug, I had been going to every aisle except his for checkout. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with this guy. I promise. He wasn't being handsy. He wasn't being weird. He wasn't violating my space. He's just nice. And so, again, I used contrary action. And I was like, listen, self, go to the checkout aisle. You're being weird. And, of course. I had been thinking about it for a week and thought about it at all. It was fine. It's just my vulnerability was exposed. So <clears throat> noticing that I don't, it's the, some version of I don't need anything or anyone because um, I don't want uh, my feelings to get hurt in some way, right? And that's something I need to figure out why and grow past it, not use it as an excuse, not keep using the same pattern over and over. It's going, why is this here? Why am I still holding on to it? Because it's not useful. I actually want people closer, not further away. Okay. Um, I dated someone who had uh, Mars and Capricorn. Well, he still has Mars and Capricorn, but I was aware of it at the time when I was dating him. But uh, anyway, um, he said that he has the ability to compartmentalize how he feels. He said it as if it's a skill that he has. And to some degree, that is a skill. There is, there is something to say for being responsible for your emotions and trying to understand them and master them and use them in an adult kind of way so that you're not just like a wet noodle on the floor and when your feelings are hurt, now it's everybody's problem. There is something to say for that, for sure. But you know, we were obviously really close and I could tell that I could tell he would do some version of the thing that I do. When things got vulnerable, he would compartmentalize himself. It, it, he would just go into a box. Okay. And I, I knew what he was doing, but I didn't poke at him about it. Um, I have a really close friend of mine who's moon in Capricorn. And she said that she said that she told somebody, um, and she was sharing with me that this happened. She told somebody that she can feel she said this on her own without me giving her the language for it. She said she can feel herself compartmentalizing. She has an emotion. She puts it in a box, sets it, sets it to the side, and she can feel in real time when it's happening. And she said that it's her superpower. 
And she told somebody this and the person who was listening to her said, I'm pretty certain that's what people go to therapy for. And she's like, oh, really? (laughs) One time I had a, a client Who's moon and Capricorn. Now, obviously I knew who's moon and Capricorn because I had his chart. Okay. But in the reading itself, he was acting very moon and Capricorn. He was um, confirming really sensitive things that I was bringing up in his chart, but was showing no emotion about it. And so I respectfully outed him. I was like, Hey, let me ask you something. Do you feel like you have the ability to compartmentalize how you feel? He said, oh, yeah, all the time. I'm like, oh, wow. Tell me about that. He said that he can feel it happening, just like my friend said. He can feel it happening, and he doesn't like it at all because it makes him feel cold. It makes him feel like he's not connected all of a sudden to people around him that he cares about. And that he can feel he's living a limited perspective a limited amount of the spectrum of the experience he could be having. I thought that was brilliant. And it's true. When you compartmentalize, you're shutting down uh, vulnerability, discovery, um, emotions that maybe catch you off guard, connection in ways that uh, are outside of your comfort zone, right? So I've seen this, I've seen it in myself and I've seen it uh, in other people. and. The reason why, the, the first of all, the reason why you would you would dive into that and see if that's what you're doing and try to interrupt it is exactly what that guy said. You're living a spectrum of the experience you could be having, okay? <clears throat> also, in the current chart for the full moon in Aquarius, when the not Aquarius, in Capricorn, um, when Capricorn's saying you need to take responsibility for your emotions without compartmentalizing and shutting down, your experience, right? Brave vulnerability, being really open and taking responsibility for um, how you're feeling and the patterns and compulsions that you have about how you feel, right? The reason you would do that is you go to the cradle, the cradle in the current chart for the full moon. Um, A cradle is trines and sextiles that support an opposition. And in this case, it's Saturn retrograde in Pisces and Jupiter in Taurus. So the Saturn retrograde part in Pisces that's trying to sun and Mercury and Cancer is you're responsible for your emotions and you're going to have to work through them. Only you can name where emotion your emotions are coming from. Only you can do the work to get to the other side of them. And only you can get to the point where you can let go of or allow to dissolve old shadows that you don't need to be carrying around anymore. It's, it's outdated suffering. That's no longer useful. Only you can do that. It's your responsibility. It's not on everybody else. It's not to be tied into a story that you can't stop telling. I'm this way because this one time in third grade. Okay. At some point, this one time in third grade loses its validity. You're an adult and we need to be able to move on from things, right? Not when you're, I say this often, not when you're at the beginning of your healing journey. Okay. I'm talking about if you're using an old story as an excuse for pattern or compulsive behavior, when you know it's not serving you in any way. Okay. 
like I'll, I'll put it on myself. The thing about how I don't want my feelings to be hurt and I don't want to be left. 100% that comes from I, I orig- my original, my origin story is my father left when I was five. And I've been trying to get him back ever since. I haven't seen him since I was five, but it's been playing out in relationships ever since then. Well, fuck, at some point, I mean, the man isn't even alive anymore. Okay. <laughs> at some point, it is becoming a pattern that I use as an excuse for dysfunctional relationships. And, it, and I don't like it. I don't like it. Moving on. Don't want to do that anymore. And so I had to reparent myself and learn how to work through my emotions and have better connections and expose brave vulnerability and all the stuff that everybody's doing right now. Okay. I have to figure out how to move past the story and develop. And I'm, and I'm doing it. I'm happy to do it. Why? Why would I do that? Why would you do that? Why is this so important? Number one, first and foremost, because you feel better. Okay. You feel better. You feel better when you're not saturated in blame in being dysfunctional, being not functioning at all, being too far away from other people, of being in distress all the time, of pouring your stuff out on other people who are innocent bystanders, or you taking on um, other people's distress because somehow you think that being needed equates to being loved, all that shit. It's because you want to feel better, okay? But also it's the other part of the cradle, Jupiter in Taurus, is trying to expand your quality of life, which means that it's saying to you, your quality of life has been too low, including how you value yourself. Okay. Being stuck in the way it's always been is the way it's always going to be. No, no, that is not true. We are always emerging. We are always growing. We are always manifesting. We're always emerging into more and more expansive versions of ourselves and our lived experience. Okay. So taking responsibility for your emotions so that you feel better and so that your lived experience can expand. That's happening in the environment of black moon, Lilith, Venus, and Mars in Leo square Uranus and Taurus. Really it's reactive. It's volatile. It's sparky. It's trying to get your heart to to crack open okay creativity joy laughter play your 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 fire is too dim your light is too dim your standard of living has been too low it's not good enough okay one version of what that square leo to taurus sounds like to me is come out come out wherever you are we can't keep going like this. We can't keep going this far away from each other. We can't uh, build and create and expand into a future forward way of living in hiding. Okay. And we can't let our old distresses rob us of joy and connection and love and the miracle of being part of creation. We can't go on like this. I mean, we can, if you absolutely insist, you could, but you'd be actively choosing suffering, okay? Come out, come out wherever you are. The other thing that that I hear in here with this energy, particularly because it's Mars and Uranus square, is, do you know who I am? 
the reactivity of people trying to keep you small, people underestimating you, people not seeing you and your brilliance and everything that you are and could be. Okay, it's being reactive about that. The full moon in Capricorn is take responsibility for your own emotions. Why are you so wrapped up in the opinions of other people? Perhaps you're looking in a mirror and you're underestimating yourself. Okay. Maybe you're too caught up in being under the control of stories that people are putting on you about what they expect from you when it doesn't match who you really are. Something has to be faced in here. And it is not comfortable. I mean, sincerely, this is not comfortable. It's, it's ultimately, it's all eyes on Pluto. Pluto retrograde in, it's in Capricorn, but it's on the cusp between Capricorn and Aquarius is we're leaving behind anything that will not stand the test of time. It's just not coming with us. You're going to have to let it go. You can't let it go just intellectually. You're going to have to feel it. You're going to have to feel how you've been using old stories or old patterns or old compulsions. You've been using them as a, as a security blanket. You've been using them as, well, better the devil you know because you're scared of the unknown. You've been having to face how you're not sure if you trust yourself in the unknown because you've made decisions in the past that got you into places that you didn't want to be. You're probably facing a lot of circumstances and or connections and emotions that are the after effect of decisions or things that happened a very long time ago. <clears throat> and you're not sure how to let it go and be open and trusting about the unknown. If you're still seeing things play out that originated, you know, decades ago, that's hard. It's hard <clears throat> to be willing to keep moving forward in brave vulnerability, to remain open without compartmentalizing, without going cold, without being distant, without shutting down, being open to evolving and growing, knowing that you are adaptable and you are teachable and you are here to be exalted into the fullness of the experience of being uniquely you. That's why you're here. You're here to expand into the furthest reaching version that you can possibly be in your limited time of being you, of being consciousness individuated into your lived experience, which is a miracle in and of itself. How wild is that? Your consciousness knowing itself through your lived experience. That blows my mind every day that I think about it. And I think about it every day. <laughs> okay, so right now. Saturn retrograde in Pisces, you're responsible for not escaping, getting into and facing what needs to be faced so you, that you can lay your burden down and free yourself from your suffering. You're responsible for your own healing. You're responsible in adult kind of way, your own emotions of untangling stories, untangling patterns, compulsions, um, habits that keep you repeating over and over and over again. And you know, compartmentalizing rather than connecting with yourself and other people and new experiences because your quality of life is too low and a, a uniquely <clears throat> um, expanding and fire-driven, rebellious version of you is trying to come out in the open and live out loud. 
to be visible, to be seen, to be connected to the oneness of it all. It takes a lot of repair work. It takes a lot of responsibility. It takes a lot of brave vulnerability, right? I want to mention <laughs> one more thing. <clears throat> well, two more things. Neptune just went retrograde in Pisces. That means get quiet, go within. You have not been dropped. You have not been forgotten. Okay, you are always held, but it, you're going to hear your connection to divinity and guidance uh, in quiet moments. And so listen for the whispers, okay? It can feel like you're alone, but that's not true. You are never alone. Valid feeling, but it's not true. So get when you feel like you can't hear and you feel like the walls are closing in on you, get even more quiet, okay? <clears throat> Second, we are almost to the nodes, switching from Taurus and Scorpio to Aries and Libra. We'll talk more about that as we get closer, but that happens on the 17th, so a little over two weeks away, or as of the full moon, it's exactly two weeks away. We're almost there. So it feels really intense, really personal. There's a drive probably to sabotage or escape. Do neither, okay? And just be willing to face the shadow that you need to be set free from. Just face it. And it's 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 a hundred percent about the quality of your life. You get to the other side of it, I promise. I'm doing it too. Okay, we are elbow to elbow on this. Keep keep doing it. Don't run. Be here all the way. And we get through it. We get to the other side. It's for a reason. It is your emerging. You're getting into your future forward self. There is a lot on offer in the unknown. It pays off promise you that this work, the work of water, we are in the work of water because we're going into unexpected territory that has a lot on offer that we can't even imagine at this point. So much is up ahead that you want to be part of, okay? It's going to pay off, but you have to do the work of water to align with it. You can do it. I can do it. And we'll do it together. Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.